journey into a world where nightmare becomes reality. Listening to the world of horror, and my name's Andy. Bill Rebane came to the United States from Latvia in 1952 at age 15. By watching American cinema, he was able to master English. Rebane is credited with the introduction of the first 360-degree wraparound motion picture process to the motion picture industry of the world, an innovation that spurred the Cinemax process and today's rotoscope cameras. As a creator of the Wisconsin Film Office, as a producer, director, writer, and cinematographer of 12 independent feature films, all of which have enjoyed successful international theatrical release. As producer and director of one of the 50 top grossing films in 1975, which was the giant spider invasion, and for the creation and successful operation of the first full-time feature film studio in the Midwest for over 30 years. In 1961, Rebane decided to make a feature film and in 1963 he began production of the science fiction feature film Terror at Half Day, starring June Travis and Peter Thompson, which marked Rebane's becoming the first producer in Chicago to tackle an independent feature film production with a full union crew and Screen Actors Guild talent. A chance meeting with Ronald Reagan nearly attached Reagan to the film. However, Rebane's financial contacts would not go along, claiming Reagan was a has-been and not worth the investment. Unable to finance the completion of the film, Rebane sold his completed footage to Herschel Gordon Lewis. Lewis went on to complete the film and released the film as Monster Agogo in 1965. In the late 1960s, Rebane purchased a farm property near Gleason, Wisconsin and moved there with his family. Apart from the property being used to raise cattle and horses, it also eventually became home to Rebane's studio, The Shooting Ranch. The facility was the first full-time feature film studio in the Midwest. The Shooting Ranch held the position of first and only for over 30 years, eventually growing to 200 acres and producing hundreds of commercials, industrial and corporate image films, plus a number of theatrical features for international theatrical distribution and exposure. Urbane used his studio to produce and direct a number of sci-fi horror films, the first being Invasion from Inner Earth in 1974 screen written by his wife Barbara. It was shot in 1973 with the working title of The Selected. His next film project was The Giant Spider Invasion, starring Alan Hale Jr., Barbara Hale, and Steve Brody. The film grossed $23 million against its $325,000 production cost. This was followed by The Alpha Incident in 1978, The Capture of Bigfoot in 1979, Rana, The Legend of Shadow Lake in 1981, and The Demons of Ludlow in 1983, and also The Game in 1984. In 1986, Rebane returned to the shooting ranch and hosted a 1950s nostalgia concert. Among the invitees were Forrest Tucker, J.P. Morgan, Bill Haley's Comets, and Tiny Tim. Rebane later cast Tiny Tim in Blood Harvest in the role of an insane clown which was Tim's first and last starring role. Also in 1986, and due to Rebane's ongoing efforts extending from 1969, Wisconsin passed legislation establishing the Wisconsin Film Office. In 1987, Rebane released Blood Harvest. 
Today's episode will focus on one of these science fiction horror movies, and that is The Demons of Ludlow from 1983. big, but we are a proud little community, as old as the country itself. Now, that's something to be proud of. 200 years old, now, that's something really worth celebrating. And the man who found Ludlow this little speck of earth is a small country town, proud of him. like and many others, want to thank him with, this celebration. with a dreadful secret. Him because he's done good. 200 years ago, it was the scene of uncertainty evil and satanic brutality. Now the demons have come back to Ludlow. Every time the harmonium plays, another victim is slaughtered. So this movie is an interesting movie because you can definitely see that it's inspired from some earlier works in the early 80s. So to break down the plot, it's basically about this town called Ludlow and they are celebrating their bicentennial anniversary. And that's 200 years for people that are bad at math. So you have this, the town of Ludlow is now 200 years old. They have a big celebration, which is basically you know, the townspeople sitting in a barn with a bluegrass band playing and uh, them having a good old time. Well, actually, I don't know. None of the people really look like they're having a great time, but the mayor sure is trying to make it look fun. Then they find out that the founder, Ephraim Ludlow, is presenting the town with a gift. Now, in the town's history, it kind of has a dark history because in the past, they actually outcast Ephraim Ludlow because they thought that he was cursing the town and they ended up cutting off his hands and because he loved to play the piano and so they thought that that would be proper punishment for him is to cut off his hands and cast him out of town and Ephraim Ludlow also blamed the town for the death of his 10 year old daughter during the bicentennial celebration of this town they find out that the estate of Ephraim Ludlow back in England is sending a piano over as a gift to the town. It's an old antique piano. So they receive the piano and they set it up in the town hall. What could go wrong? Well, it turns out this piano is a Trojan horse of sorts, hiding all kinds of evil secrets in the form of demons. As a matter of fact, the demons of Ludlow. So in this movie, you have several people that are kind of the main cast, I guess. You have the minister named Chris, and his wife is Sybil. You could tell that Chris is conflicted about the town's history, and especially when the weird thing starts happening, he wants to he wants to try to make things right, correct the town's past mistakes. But other townsfolk, they want to cover things up, and, and especially the town's mayor, he does not want anybody to know about what happened. And 
We also see the return of a, a former resident of the town, which is a journalist. Her name is Deborah, and she is going around asking for info about the town and about the strange happenings that are going on because this town does have a cursed past and she's wanting to know the history of the town and nobody wants to help her out. People are trying to cover it up. And we have some shenanigans happening with some of the different townspeople, people being killed. And you have some ghosts that come out of the piano and start, or demons I should say, sorry, I keep calling them ghosts, but they're the demons of Ludlow. And they come out of the piano and try to attack people and, and kill people one by one. And so that's basically the, the, the plot of the story. You know, you have this investigative reporter that's trying to find out what's happening in this town and her town that she grew up in. And then you have the minister that's trying to right wrongs from the past and you have other authorities that are trying to keep things covered up. This does have a decent storyline. I feel like it wasn't executed in the best way possible. I think there was definitely some limitations to the budget. Um, you know, looking at the special effects, I think they were done well. They weren't overly ambitious for the budget that they had. Uh, but some of the special effects are a little dated. And the acting is, is okay. You can tell that they most likely worked with local actors in this movie, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Bill Rebane had a shooting studio, like a full-time film studio in Wisconsin there. So I'm sure they... I think they filmed all of the movie in this film set, which is really impressive because the film looks like it was set in a small town. You know, when they have buildings, houses, and things set up to look like a small town. And there was a little bit of confusion for me too. Um, you see some actors that are playing more than one character, it seems like, and I'm not sure if that's on purpose or if they just didn't have enough actors to, to fill all the different roles so they had people had to repeat some roles. Like some actors had to play two different characters and they just tried to use some makeup to kind of make them look different. So overall, this movie is not gonna be, I don't think that it's gonna be rated the highest. I can see why it has kind of a lower rating. You know, and the average, you know, most horror fans, I think are gonna be kind of bored with this movie. Um, it's not super scary, you know, especially with the, the, the lower budget of special effects. The ghosts don't really look scary. They're basically like people in period costumes um, you know, because they're supposed to be people, people from the past, I guess. And so that's what they look like. And, you know, they actually employed some local, I, like, I guess like a local fencing club or troop to play some of the ghosts that get into a sword fight in one scene of the movie. Um, but I have to admit, I was entertained by this movie. Um, I think this movie had a decent story. Uh, I just think the execution could have been a little bit better. I think if I had to sum this movie up... This movie would be the John Carpenter's The Fog if a local theater group made it. So I hope that wasn't too mean. I hope, you know, if, if Bill Rebane listens to this podcast, I'm not trying to be too mean because I really do like this movie. You, I can't really knock it too much because I've never made a movie. Like I said, I think if you're a fan of like B-movies, you should definitely check this out. Um, the only version that I found online is on YouTube. There's, you know, a, a really good version on YouTube. Um, it doesn't really stream anywhere else for free though. And of course I also have it in my 50 pack for Milk Creek. So that is the Demons of Ludlow. I hope you guys found that interesting. And uh, you know maybe uh, this will entice some of you to go and watch it. And I think you'll have fun with it. If nothing else then to have a couple of laughs with your friends. You're listening to the World of Horror.